Yo, John Fitch here. John Fitch knows nothing. And there were some pretty good fights this weekend. There are a ton of fights. I, I didn't see all of them. Uh, there were even um, KSW and some fights. Yeah, my, my screen looks really blue. I look too blue for some reason. It's messing me up. I don't know what's going on with my lights right now. They were cool two seconds ago, and now they're weird. There we go. That feels like a better color. Um, yeah, there was a bunch. It was like KSW, PFL, LFA. Um, there were a bunch of boxing things going on. So, yeah. Why is my... That's my camera keeps doing that. Isn't that weird? Why are you so blue? That's crazy. I don't know what's happening. Um, but yeah, we had good fights. We had good fights. Welcome to the show. Um, I had a nice uh, private lesson today. We worked on some not getting knocked out skills for self-defense. That went really well. Been working on some hand fighting and clinch stuff with with him, and uh, it get, it goes a long way, man. A little bit of clinch work goes a long way. I don't know what's going on with my my lights here, guys. It's turning. Everything's turning blue. It's weird. We got a super chat already. I like this is what I like starting the show off with. Tyler Durden's a stupid name is saying you were right. That's those are some of my favorite words. You were right. My three most favorite words. You were right about Perry. Great weekend of fights. At least I had Usk and Edwards. Let's go. Yes. Let's let's get right into it. Let's get into um, the bare knuckle. Okay, because bare knuckle was good. I didn't, they had a lot of fights, man. It was fight, a lot of fights and I'm liking the bare knuckle. But some of these guys are starting to box kind of too much. You know, it's only two minute round. They're not, they're not getting into the pocket. And I think you really have to do that with the bare knuckle. You really got to jump into that pocket and throw. Uh, it's just, it's not the same kind of fight if you're just Moving and slipping and moving away and trying to stay away. Well, let's get into some of these fights. Let's share. Let me share the screen with you. And um, again, Bare Knuckle does a good job with their online presence and their website, making it pretty easy to search up and look for the fights and results. Uh, I did not catch any of the undercard. And we did lose the fight, the Paige Van Zant fight was supposed to happen. I don't, I didn't even hear what happened. They just called the fight off. Um, there are some good fights. Um, the uh, Bostwick and Fishgold. This was fun. Bostwick put on a hell of a fight. Um, who is the comeback fight? There was a big comeback fight. Uh, was that round? 
who uh, came back at the end of their fight. The the co-main event. Uh, I I was a little I was a little disappointed with the co-main event. Right, the co-main event is Tierney and uh, what's his name, Elmore. Right, Tierney and Elmore. Elmore fought his heart out. Like he went hard. I don't think he's got a ton of. Um, you know, he doesn't have. He doesn't have like a high skill set. He punches with his chin up, throws wide and loopy. But he 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 gets after it. He moves into the pocket. He throws hard. He's looking to get after and, and finish the fight. He got he got exhausted, pushing the pace. He kept pushing the pace. You like to see that. Um, but Tierney, man, disappointed because Tierney is good boxer. He's got good striking, good clean, crisp punches. Uh, is capable of throwing in, in um, you know, high volume. But you know, he's 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 making a miss and then and scooting out of range and doesn't return fire. So it was kind of frustrating watching him fight because it should have been like a perfect scenario for him to light up Elmore because he did come in a lot with his chin up. Tierney would slip and dodge and move and run away, but he didn't, he didn't, he didn't return. He didn't return fire. When uh, I think it was the fight earlier, the fight before that, um, the Lily and Good John fight. Lily was doing a really great job of hitting the guy and then stepping off and then throwing more punches at an angle. I think it was um, a really, really high level display of that type, of, that type of fighting, especially the um, the bare knuckle stuff. Let's share him. All right, these guys, I don't know if you saw these guys. James Lilly, I think it was his first bare knuckle fight uh, for B- BKFC. Oh, no, 2 0 B- B- BKFC. Uh, but I think he's had other bare knuckle fights before. But he was looking good. And then we get into the, uh, the main event after the Tierney Elmore, which was. MVP and Platinum Mike Perry. And it was a good fight. It was fun. I liked it. Um, it was interesting to see. Um, I think MVP struggle with his hands down and that stance. I don't think it's a very good stance for bare knuckle. He tried to catch uh, Mike Perry coming in. He would try to throw one uh, hard one, one or two. And then he clinched him up a lot. Uh, Perry needed to do a lot more work, you know, getting free of that clinch and hitting and working inside. Uh, but he, he did plenty good job, and he was able to land one good punch that that dropped MVP, and then, you know, kept it a close fight, kept it in his face. I feel that MVP got kind of tired. He looked like he was he was. Uh, starting to get worn out because he was forcing a lot of the clinch in there 
and Perry Perry didn't really settle for the clinch. He fought a lot to try to get out. You know, they didn't have to get broken up quite a bit. But when you're when you're when you're clinching a lot and using heavy clinching, like it's it's uh it's very possible that you get exhausted, right? It's not it's not unknown or un, unheard of that you get so tired that um you can't punch very well anymore. That that happens quite often. But we got a draw in the fight, and I love what Bare Knuckles is doing with this. I love the fact that they're saying it was a draw. We're going to do one more round. Winner of that round wins the fight. I, I love that. Let's do that every fight, everywhere. Boxing, MMA, Bare Knuckles, let's just do it. We should never have, especially when you're only paying, you know, the, only the winner gets the bonus, the win bonus. You know, you're not paying these guys flat rates. Let's do that. Let's <laughs> let's do the uh, let's do that. Let's do the extra round. Let's just get it done. The overtime. I'm wearing my uh, BJJ Fanatics hat right now, and um, BJJ Fanatics and Fanatic Wrestling are places that you can get some uh, online instruction. Okay, my dudes, I'm going to share these with you real quick. I did this a little while ago, and this is a, uh, a system of takedowns that I use for MMA, specifically for MMA, for high-level attacks, for when you're, you're striking, defending strikes, and um want to put somebody on the ground these are 18 years of experience 30 years of being around grappling and teaching and uh, learning and developing this stuff so if you're in need if you're a fighter in need um, a lot of this stuff can be used for combatives also Read the reviews, great instructional great video series. Yep, nothing but great ratings, guys. Get yourself on target, get yourself taking people down, get your wrestling up there. A little bit of knowledge goes a long way. <clears throat> had a good, had a really good lesson today with some hand fighting stuff, underhook stuff, just kind of getting that control. When you understand how to stay in a good position all the time and you know how to control and look for, you know, wrist control, elbows control, those type of things, you know how to keep people in front of you and, and, and work towards their side or their hip radar. It, it's super, it makes you a superhero, right? To your average person who knows nothing. Your average person is just going to spaz and flail about and not know where they're going or what they're doing. Chat is uh, 
full. Yep. Floodland said that MVP clinched a lot. Yes, he did. I, I feel that that was because he uh, did not have the room. You know, he didn't have the room that he normally would to do his footwork. You know, he's traditionally like a karate style and uh, like a taekwondo style fighter. So he took his kicks away and you, uh, I don't know, man. He's like this and kind of sideways, two sideways. I feel like it takes too long for him to get his hands in a position to throw his punches so he's not punching as fast. He gets away with a lot of his stuff because um, he's still pretty fast. But I don't know, man. You take away that kicking tool. You take away the space. I'd like to see them make the bare knuckle ring smaller even. I'd like to see it a little bit tighter. Give them a little bit less room to run around. You know, you're already making the rounds two minutes long. You're not you're not looking for a drawn out, you know, strategical fight. You're not. But yep, yep, yep. I think uh Masvidal had his show too. And they do the they do MMA barnacle. I like that idea. I think there should be a return to the no holds barred. We need to go back to the bare knuckle, knees to the head on the ground, headbutts, soccer kids and heads, soccer kicks and head stomps. We need to go back. We need to bring back NHB. That needs to happen. If Luke Rockhold could have headbutted Acosta at the end of that fight. You know, he might have won. <laughs> you never know. Instead of instead of rubbing blood in his face, he could have headbutted him. And his modeling career would have been good. Uh, but, yeah, so I don't know, man. Were you guys surprised? You guys get surprised that Mike Perry was able to beat Venom Page? Because I kind of wasn't. You know, I kind of said it. I thought it would be hard for him to to get to places to do damage. This, uh, I don't know what's going on with my camera. The lights drive me crazy, though. Shouldn't be this, like, blue. All right, hold on. I got to fix this. All right, guys. <laughs> Hopefully that's better. Now it's like, I don't know what's going on with my lights, man. It's always some kind of technical difficulty. Hopefully the sound is good enough. I don't have to worry about it. Gamebred boxing event. Was it boxing? Mm, I couldn't I couldn't find it. <clears throat> But uh, that was the that was the uh, bare knuckle event. 
It was good, man. I'm still digging, still digging the bare knuckles. I think it's fun. I really like Chris Lytle as a commentator. It's good. He does a good job. Then we get into uh, the boxing. Let's get into the boxing. Usk, did you guys? I was so pretty surprised that Usk was able to move up and 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 beat Anthony the first time. Right to beat Joshua. Because there is there's a size discrepancy here. I, I I didn't realize how good he was. And um, I think he handled him again this fight. Uh, I don't know if anybody out there thinks that Usk lost, but I don't I don't think so. I will say that I think it was a pretty boring fight. It was pretty uneventful and boring of a fight. Um they, they they weren't getting after it. I didn't feel like they were getting after it until the 10th round, 10th, 11th, and 12th round. They got after it. They were throwing heavy combinations. They were la landing hard about um, their punches and landing stuff, and they were doubling up and throwing, you know, multiple punch combinations rather than ones and twos. But it took them nine rounds to get there. I just wish they would have started off in the first round like that. Just saying, just saying. I don't like watching a fight and feel like I'm watching a sparring match. I don't, you know, I'm not paying to see a sparring match. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. I wonder uh, what that was about. Bloodland is saying, I was surprised that MVP tried bare knuckle at all. Guess more money. And then it was, you know, because Coker, Coker lets people kind of go and do other things sometimes. If they want to go and fight outside of his promotion, Coker doesn't stop guys that often. As long as it's, it makes sense, it's not something in a competing market type of thing. Because he'll let guys go and fight in Japan sometimes from, from Bellator too, you know. Um, there's been guys who were kickboxers and would and fight kickboxing things and then come back and fight fight MMA. So it should, I mean, it should be, guys should be able to co-promote fights often. Like, I don't know why people wouldn't, everybody makes money. Tyler Durden's a stupid name is saying AJ circled to Usk's left all night. It was a clinic of footwork, frustrating. It showed AJ is strong, but his fundamentals are flawed. So this may be controversial, but I, I kind of feel like it's not that he's he's uh, fundamentally flawed. I feel like he's kind of a pussy, right? I feel like he's kind of a pussy. I kind of feel like he's not. Like, I'm going to beat your ass mentality. I'm coming for you. I feel like he's like a big little kid. He's kind of timid with what he's doing. And if he would just be like, I'm a killer. <laughs> I'm like, I'm going to eat your heart. I think I think he would have the ability. He's got all the abilities to, to, to do work on people. But it, I, I don't know. It's all mental. I think it's 100% mental. Something's blocking him from just going uh, 
silverback mode and just turn it on turn on the juice get after it i feel like he saw little pieces of it when he fought uh ruiz the second time but like it's just not enough it's not enough and uh i don't know man it's kind of a pussy you know like he looks like he's afraid you know, everybody's afraid of going into a fight, but you shouldn't look it. <laughs> you shouldn't look like it. You shouldn't fight like it. Um, and then, so this is another one of those things, guys. They try to talk shit about boxing all the time. Oh, we never see the greatest fight. You never see the best fights or blah, 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 blah. Well, we just watched two guys who have different promoters fight each other. Okay, they're signed to different promotions fighting for a sanctioned controlled belt using independent rankings, right? Usk earned a title shot through the mandatory uh, rankings, right? He became the only contender. They had to fight him. They didn't have a choice because the structure of the sport says that that has to happen. That's a really good thing. It's a really good thing. Like for as much corruption that does exist in boxing, there are legal avenues to take to deal with it, you have options working with different people on a, on, a, on a better level where the fundamental structure of MMA is corrupt. So no matter what happens, everything else is going to be corrupt or a conflict of interest the whole, the, whole, the whole way, top to bottom. Can't get away from it. You build your house on lava flow, everything's going to burn. Doesn't matter if you like fix one little piece at a time, like you still got the root problem. You're in lava. Um, let's go UFC. What'd you guys think? Huh? I didn't catch any of the early prelims. Um, took the kids to the park. I heard that the A.J. Fletcher and Ang Lusa fight was pretty fun. They're at least talking about it and showing replays. Um, the fight after that, this is kind of ridiculous. The uh, I'll share with you guys. The Sean Woodson and Luis Saldana. Saldana. He's kind of a dummy <laughs> because um, he had old dude. He had Woodson hurt. He had him hurt twice. He let him kind of off the hook, and then he he screwed around and showboated and ended up um, almost decuing himself. Sean Woodson should have said, "I can't continue," and it should have gone to a, a no a, a disqualification. The dude clearly threw an illegal knee to his head. Clearly threw an illegal knee to his head. But it, it should have been, it was like a 10-8 ten, <laughs> round. But then, uh, ten eight, maybe even 10-7 because he dropped him like twice. But 10-8 round, but he loses a point. <clears throat> loses a point for the illegal knee. Silly. And, and then he doesn't turn up the heat. He doesn't turn up the pace on him. He like allows Woodson to stay in the fight the whole time. And 
he ends up getting a draw. You get a draw with the guy. All right, when you get a draw, you don't get your win bonus. He went from getting like performance of the night candidacy and everybody loving him and talking about how awesome he is and what a great finish to draw. Draws, man. Draws. Stinky underwear. Yep. <clears throat> Jonesy is saying, I like how he thought he won, celebrating on top of the octagon, and he gets down and loses a point. <laughs> yeah, it was it was bad, man. It was a bad knee. And it was like the sequence leading up to it was just frustrating because he hurt the guy. And <clears throat> he, he wasn't supposed to. I don't think he was supposed to win that fight because they were talking up Woodson a lot. He was like 6'2 for featherweight with 45 pounds. It's crazy. You know, he had a he had a nine and record at that point. Or or nine and one record. And Saldana was sixteen and seven. So I, I you know Saldana showed up. I don't think that they were expecting him to show up like that, but he still blew it. It's like you get into the big game and they finally give you your shot of short yardage to get the ball and run it in. And you're almost there and you fumble it. Oh, Shit. <laughs> Sucks, man. So close. Um, oh, wow. Woodson was a minus 350 favorite that my bookies really liked. Interesting. Then we uh, go into Santos. And Gordon, Gordon wins the decision. Um, a lot of, a lot of heavy grappling. Not a lot of space being created out of damage. Um, the next fight, the heavyweights, Tabura and Romanov. Romanov is a monster. He's a big, strong dude. Good wrestling, good control. Uh, but I don't think he was ready for Tabura. He didn't have the uh, the gas, you know. I think he dominated the first round, and Tabura was able to keep the pressure on, keep pushing, use his experience, and uh, gets the win, gets the decision. Yeah, Romanov, that was his first loss, 16-0 going into that fight. Tabura, 22-7. Now he's 23-7. It's a... Uh, Good performance by Tabura. Main card. Um, Tyson Pedro and Hudsucker. Pedro has had a, a couple finishes, hasn't he? Some fast finishes. But uh, he, had a, he had another finish, fast finish with Hudsucker. He looked, he looked really good, man. Um, I don't know how many UFC fights he has. It might be only his second UFC fight. I can't remember. But he'll be interesting. Light heavyweight. You know, I was saying before, I think we need we need some new blood at light heavyweight. We need to mix it up, spice it up. Let's get some, some new guys in there, see what's going on.
Yeah, it's not a bad strategy. <laughs> right, Andy Lee is saying Tabira lets you gas yourself out before coming back. Mm -hmm. uh, then Yanan Wu got beat by Podolova. Jose Aldo and Dishavali. Uh, Mirab Dishavali is a stud. He can wrestle. He hits hard. But he took the safe route, took the safe road, put Jose Aldo in the fence over and over and over again, took him down, put him in the fence, and um, fought a good fight, fought a solid fight. You know, controlling the guy, putting the fence, taking him down, no problem. But I don't know. I think you need to create a little space, do a little more damage. Jose needed to be more active, too. You know, you can't you can't just make faces and be like, "Oh, this sucks." You got to move. You got to you got to get your back off the fence. You got to stay away from the fence. You know, it's partly partly your responsibility. Excuse me. It's um, it's partly start your responsibility too to. Get, get your back off the fence, get moving, stay moving. Andy Lee saying that Aldo's takedown defense was amazing. I thought Aldo won via damage, in my opinion. Yeah, that's one of the new criteria to 2017 that they're supposed to be scoring off of. But don't use the term damage. It's not damage. It's not whether or not uh, he did damage. It's whether or not the technique or the, the move or whatever they were doing um, was moving the fight into a – or progressing the fight into a finish, okay? So uh, if I hit a double leg and take you down, you know, I get some credit for control and, you know, I'm, I'm putting you in a position I want to beat you up. But if I pick you up and slam you on your head to take you down, that's going to score high because – I could have finished the fight with the slam, that type of thing, right? So that's what they're supposed to wait. If if uh, one guy is punching the other guy a lot more, that doesn't matter as much as the guy who hits hard, <laughs> right? If I hit a guy and he stumbles, if I hit a guy and he drops to his knees, that means more. If I only do that twice in a round and that guy hits me 20 times with little jabs, then, like, I should have – you know, under their thinking, I should get more, uh, more of the round towards me. I should win more of, of that stuff, which I don't know. I agree with necessarily, but that's what I'm understanding is how they're supposed to be viewing it, how they're supposed to be judging it. What do you guys think of that? What do you guys think of that? Mark Daniels, what's up, buddy? He's talking about some fights right now. Yep, that's cool too. Vanguard Jones versus Stipe at heavyweight. 280 something, 286, whatever. That's going to be fun. Interested in seeing what he's doing at that bigger weight and how he's moving. <clears throat> then we get to. Luke Rockhold, Paula Costa, and all eyes were on Luke Rockhold because he was he was doing some kind of bizarre stuff we've never seen him do before, um, and I couldn't couldn't figure out if he got kicked or hit in the ribs and was hurt, 
or something. But I think that was kind of all mental. He's kind of not having a good mental time with it. I think, you know, the interview at the end where he's talking about, you know, he's being old. <laughs> I kind of feel like I understand, like, the feeling he was having. And it's not just because you're old. I think part of it is um, you get to a certain point in this game and you realize it's not, it's really not an open-ended sports competition. It, it is a production and there's a game you have to play. And there are people who are pulling strings. And if you don't do the right things for those people pulling strings, there's a good chance that you, you're not going to be able to compete for the title. You're not going to be able to compete at the highest level, not because you're not good enough, but because they're not going to let you. That that's just something that can set in at a certain point. Like, ah, you had your chance, you had your run. They're always gonna feed you to somebody that can beat you, they're not gonna be nice to you, like that type of stuff. You kind of can see it. And for I think a lot of guys who are like real gritty, like fighters, fight because they wanna be fight fighters and fight and they wanna be champions. When that happens, you start thinking like like, I don't want to do this anymore. Like, I, if I can't work towards the thing, because you, a lot of these guys have been working, you know, I've been working since I was nine. I wanted to be a pro athlete. I've been working I've been working out summers. I've been uh, pushing myself and not, not going to parties, not doing things, busting my ass, because eventually I was going to achieve that highest trophy. You know, I pivoted a few times with sports and, and what I was doing, you know, football to, to wrestling in college and then uh, MMA after – after college or at the end of college. And there was always <clears throat> that goal of that like highest achievement. So I think for a lot of guys who are like super gritty about competition and being the best, like once you kind of get that glimmer of you're not going to be able to get there for a number of reasons, you start kind of being like, man, what the, what's the point? <laughs> right? Because you could still, go out there and just compete and have fun and make money. But I think it's hard. I think it's hard. If you're a really competitive person and, and you care about, you know, being a champ and you care about those things, I think it can be harder just to be like, ah, well, I'm just going to keep fighting and collect a paycheck. Because I could have just kept fighting. I could have fought once or twice a year, get a good paycheck, and, you know, maybe win 50% of them. I could do that again for another 10 years, you know, just do a little cardio and not do much training. That's, uh, that's something that could happen, but I don't, I don't want to do that. Some guys can, they don't have a problem. Who is that? Shannon, the cannon. He had no problem. He fight. He fought hundreds of times. <laughs> Didn't care. Let's just go. Let's just go put on a show. Let's go fight. <coughs> um, Tyler Durden's stupid name is saying uh, altitude or no. Altitude could have had a lot to do with it, definitely. Uh, not being able to breathe, not being able to get enough oxygen. I can definitely see his behavior and body language reflecting something like that. Sea <laughs> level cane versus altitude verdum. <clears throat> yep. 
man, it doesn't matter how good you are. If you can't, if you can't breathe, if you can't get oxygen, if you can't get oxygen to your muscles, it don't matter how many muscles you have. You might as well have none. You might as well have none if you can't uh, get oxygen to them. Man. That is uh, a good example, <laughs> man. Uh, Vanguard here saying Houston uh, Alexander is around 50 and had bare knuckle fighting champ fight a few months back. <coughs> Yeah. 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 That's, I don't know, man. I don't know. I can't really do that. I can't do it. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with it or anything bad about anybody who can, but I just, I don't know, man. So if you can't win the game, I don't know if I want to play it. <laughs> is that, is that maybe a bad person? If I can't win the game, I don't really know if I want to play it. You know, I know they always say, you know, it's not whether you win or lose, it's how you play the game. I mean, would anybody play the game if it wasn't about winning and losing? Really? You know, you should have fun. You shouldn't get hung up on it. You shouldn't get in fights. You shouldn't be getting in fights with people at the stadium. <laughs> that shouldn't happen. But it's good to win, man. Floodland, what is up? in the super chat says was luke hit with a groin shot or was that a veteran move um i think he got hit it was an uppercut it looked like he got him it might not have been the groin but it was um in that area below the belt you're not supposed to hit in that area so yeah it definitely it doesn't feel good it's not like a nut shot but that didn't feel good but he should have taken more time. <laughs> Honest, honestly, uh, he should have taken more time. He should, have taken, he should have taken the full five minutes. If he was feeling like that, if he was feeling that gassed and, and uh, just not feeling good, yeah, he probably should have taken more time. Floodland saying, nah, it means your dream is dying if you can't reach your dream. Well, I mean, you can you can love doing something, but like for for with fighting, like part of the fight is uh, winning. <laughs> you know, like it's good to win, like being champion, like climbing the highest level. And when you've been um, climbing that, it's like you're on this ladder, man. You started climbing up this ladder. You started climbing up this mountain when you were a kid. And you see that peak, and you're always up there in that peak, and and uh, you want to climb up to that peak. <clears throat> and then, I don't know, <laughs> some corporation cuts the peak off and moves it over to another mountain, and you're stuck. <laughs> you're stuck there at the top. You're like, oh, well, I can't really make it to that, that peak anymore. I'm, I'm, this is it. <laughs> Either keep going to make the money, you do it just for fun, which some guys have no problem doing. But I'm, I, for me to sacrifice my body and take injuries and that type of stuff, I'm, I'm doing it because I want to. That's why I can't do pro wrestling. That's why I'm not into pro wrestling stuff, you know. Like those guys, they take damage to their body playing pretend. 
but I don't, you know, the guys from Jackass, they take damage to their body too. I'm not interested in doing any of those things. <laughs> you know? No thanks. I'd rather teach other people how to fight. Yep. Tyler does a stupid name saying learn to fight and so promo here. Yep. You guys got to check out my learn to fight videos on uh, Rockfin and here on this official John Fitch. I, I go over fights in the wild and I talk about what people did right, what they did wrong. Um, and usually people need to create space and get away. Your job in self-defense is to get away. You have no business fighting in public, okay? You have no business at all. Just go to a gym if you want to fight. Join jiu-jitsu. Find some people to roll around with. Do some hand fighting, whatever. If that's what you are, a tough guy, and you need to fight. I was a tough guy, so I found a gym. I found wrestling. I found contact sports. <clears throat> you can do the same. Uh... Yes, that was that was a fun one. Vanguard said the Michael Jackson fight video on the Vegas trip was a good one. That was fun. I got I got some good ones coming up. I have to apologize early though because for some reason my OBS crap every once in a while. That's not the OBS. It's my focus right. It switches to like stereo, um, but the stereo is meant for like recording voice and an instrument. But I don't have an instrument, so it just ends up recording on one ear. <clears throat> so I got to switch some stuff back from like two channel to one channel. And now I realize that I have to do it often because it'll reset itself. The machine will reset itself. Asinine. <laughs> I reset you. Stop resetting yourself. So I've got to do that. I got to check it now from now on to make sure it's not changed. Um, make sure you guys are hitting uh, the like button. Wherever you're at, please make sure you're hitting that like button, guys. Help brother out. Like and share whenever possible. <clears throat> Colin, what's up? This is 100% right, John. I hope people heed that advice. You need more ukulele. I couldn't. I, I, was having, I haven't had time to practice, so my ukulele skills are downgraded a little bit. And then I couldn't get it to sound right. I couldn't get it to sound right when I played through the computer. I was having enough sound problems. Yes, hit the like button. Listen. Oh, man. <clears throat> now we get into the nitty-gritty, guys. I think one of the uh, craziest finishes to a welterweight title fight around. This is probably more crazy than... Uh, not as more crazy, but as crazy as, I don't know, what do you think? Tell me, is this more or less crazy than uh, Matt Sarah knocking out GSP? Because that one, you had um, Matt Sarah knocking out GSP early. He caught him early when they still hadn't even had the sweat on him. They didn't have any ring sweat on him. But this one, <clears throat> Leon Edwards... Uh, did a great job winning the first round. He took advantage of a good position with that body lock and uh, the the trip. That was great. 
landed in a good, good position, was able to control the round, do some good stuff. And then he lost. <laughs> he lost every round up until he threw that head kick. The head kick was – he threw the left hand to get Usman to react to it. As Usman slipped the right hand away, the foot was coming. It was beautiful. I, I lost my shit. I lost my shit, guys. I did. I, I scared my kids. I, I screamed. I jumped. I was like, whoa, <clears throat> insanity. Neighbors are probably upset with me for screaming. But it was one of the great, one of the great moments in this sport. Almost like a Gonzaga head kick of Krokot uh, back in the day. This was pretty, pretty outstanding. Congratulations to Mr. Edwards. Um, it'll be interesting if they try to do an immediate um, title shot, a rematch right away. Because why not mix things up a little bit? Why not mix it up? Why not mix it up? You know, there's no rule. They've never had a rule about guaranteed rematches. They control the, the rankings. They can make this number five if they want to, just because. <laughs> you know, who 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 could we throw in there to, to fight Edwards to make things like really interesting? What well, would be uh, a more funner? A more funnest fight. What do you guys think? Think we can get GSP back? <laughs> GSP comes back to fight Edwards. Ah, uh, yes. About now street fighting. Stay away from the street fights. Wow, man. <clears throat> he was a plus 4,000 underdog. Minutes before the KO. How do you how do you make that bet that late? You gotta have a bookie, huh? Last round. I'm gonna bet it all. He's gonna head kick him this round. <laughs> Man, that's some balls. That's some balls placing that bet. Okay. Floodland saying that kick reminded me of Cerrone versus Matt Brown. I believe that uh that was a similar type thing too. Through the punch, that's a great. It's a great combination, guys. You throw that lead punch because you can throw that punch to land and and hit them. Like if they don't respect it, it, it's a problem. So you throw that. That's why like slipping too much, man. Playing that game can put you into bad positions. Um, but you throw that punch, he slips it or it lands, following up with that kick. It's beautiful. I knocked out one of my training partners doing that. The right hand, right hand, right foot. Just went psh, drop like a sack of potatoes. <laughs> uh, Tyler Durden saying, let's see if, like the Sarah GSP fight, GSP came back and dominated. I was actually a little offended by Usman's go talk. Let's see if I'm wrong about my doubt. Yeah, I talked about this the other week that I think I think there are ten guys 
there are 10 guys that were fighting in 2009, 2010 that are all better than this one at welterweight. I think there's 10 guys, top 10 guys at that time. Look them up. I don't even know who they were, but I, I got money saying that they would all beat them. It's just different, man. Oh, Colin, I don't know because – he had all that time to get better, and he's still not able to get up. He's still not able to get away from the wall. You know, he his wrestling was a, was a little bit better, but I feel like he's not practicing the right things. And if you're not practicing the right things, like, he was getting dominated a lot, you know. He was being dominated, and then he wasn't letting things fire for a lot of that fight. It looks like he was he was afraid to take the shot. He was afraid to – not take the shot. He's afraid to throw the punch. He's afraid to throw the kicks a lot. I noticed there was a number of times where Edwards threw leg kicks and Usman didn't check them. And, you know, I told my boys, I was like, guys, if you're ever in a fight and you throw a leg kick on somebody, a leg check on, or a leg kick on somebody and they don't check it, you keep throwing leg kicks until they do. Like that may be the only technique you have to throw the whole fight. Oh, there's that checking a leg kick. Boop, I'll throw it again. Boop, there it is. Throw it again. Until they finally start picking up on it and checking. You just you just keep digging that leg. And so I don't know, like, Jose Aldo doesn't ever do that anymore. He must have, like, shin or ankle problems or something. He just can't kick anymore. He doesn't tell us. Who do you think? You think Kazmat? Tyler Durden. Oh, Andy Lee is saying to Tyler Durden. Uh, I think Usman, even if he wins again, will drop it to comes at. Usman is just another Woodley athletic wrestler, turn striker. He'll decline like him too. I've never been very impressed with him. And you know what? You know what's crazy? How much how much different is his style than mine? Right. I feel like I had way more output. But, like, what does he do? He drives guys into the fence, takes them down. But Dana thinks he's awesome. <laughs> like, it's all, it's all just story time, man. It's all just – it's all story time. Yeah, so we got Diaz and Kamza uh, coming up. And then we'll see from there what happens there. But, yeah, maybe Edwards, Kamza. We have Jeff Neal, right? Jeff, he's out there. He looking really good against Luke. So, like, he's up there somewhere. But, guys, I, I'm sorry. I love the Diaz brothers, but they have not really fought in a really long time or very much in a long time. And they haven't won much, right? Or at all. Like, I don't know, man. Nate and Nick did not look good in their last showings. Nick did not look good against Robbie at all, I don't think. And Nate looked awful against Edwards. And Masvidal. 
I don't know. What do I know? Well, I know about fighting. I I don't know about this. Like, Kobe, Kobe could beat Usman if he wrestled him, if he decided to actually get in there and wrestle with him. But for some reason, he just wants to box. And I think as long as he does that boxing crap, he loses to Usman because he's not fighting to his strength. He's not doing what he needs to. He's got cardio. He needs to be attacking, putting Usman in the cage, making him clinch, maybe even um, incorporate some more leg kicks because I, I don't think Usman can check. I don't think he checks. And I think if you could develop a good calf kick, a good low kick, you could you could create a lot of problems for him because you could be far enough out of rage that that low calf type kick you know, you're not close enough for him shooting in and scooping up the leg. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, guys. We uh, looked at all the fights. When are the next fights? September 3rd? Does that mean we have a weekend off? Next weekend off, no UFC. We have a fight night. Gagne and Tuavisa. Interesting. Robert Whitaker. Whitaker Vittori. That's interesting. Kapilov and Jachir Chilko. Man, I don't know those guys at middleweight. Hmm. Who else have? Joaquin Buckley. Emovov. I don't know Emovov. Yeah, I don't know very many names on this card. But Gagne, Tuvisa, and Vittori, and Whitaker. Those are some pretty good uh, bouts to watch. Those will be pretty fun, I think. Um, all right. Well, hey, guys, we uh, covered a lot of fights. There were still, like, KSWs and stuff like that, but it's just too much. Too much for me to get it all in. I had the kids, too. So we had scouts on Friday and then some part-time, some Rule Zero. Uh, all right, guys, if you go to johnfish.net, sign up for the newsletter. Uh, I send stuff out here and there. Uh, you can also sign up for consultations. Um, you can follow links to my courses. I got stuff in the descriptions below to my Gumroad courses, some fighting stuff, fitness stuff. Um, I still am getting my meal plan and uh, kettlebell muscle, beach muscle lift stuff put together. I got more uh, seminar stuff I got to put together. So I'm going to be putting more and more uh, educational products together for you guys. And you're going to be able to learn how to fight, learn how to look like a fighter, get the cardio for a fighter. And um, I can even help you get the chicks like a fighter. Right? Not the fighter chicks, but I can help you do the things you need to 
to be high value and get the women's, get the girls. Uh, all right, guys. Um, good show. Good show. I was going to see if we could do um, some free console type stuff, but we don't have much time. But, uh, yeah, guys. I'll see you guys next week. All right. <clears throat> Keep an eye out for the Learn to Fight video tomorrow morning coming out on YouTube. If you're on the Rockfin, if you're following the Rockfin, uh, the Rockfin gets them on Friday. And I may, I may start doing, I might start putting two videos out a week or something, just a little more stuff out there. Might bring in some more people. Closing in on 10,000 subscribers, guys. You are an elite group of people. You are. You're above and beyond the average because you're here. You're, you're subscribed to my channel. You get to see the Learn to Fight videos. You get to see the technique I put up. You get to see me every Sunday night and interact with me live and ask questions. And then you can even book consultations and get even more one-on-one -on -one information, instruction. Okay, guys. Thanks for watching. Thanks for tuning in. Um, don't forget about the combat-tested takedowns, guys. A lot of stuff, open mat, a lot of stuff that works on the fence, on the wall. Be a savage. And uh, you can see at the top, they've got some kind of sales and stuff. They always got sales going on. So you got you to gotta see what's going on there. And there's a lot of other guys with stuff up for sale, too. So even if you don't want to use my stuff, lots of stuff to uh, learn. All right, guys. I already said it, but <laughs> I'll check you later.